0: Just stop it, to episode 63 of the Bomber Brothers podcast, part of the Pinstripe Alley community of podcasts. Sean and Ryan back to talk some more baseball with you guys and it actually seems like there could be baseball on the horizon, Sean. We've got the 60 game season implemented by Rob Manfred since the two sides could not come to an agreement above Sixty games. The players wanted seventy. The owners held firm at sixty, and I guess going five more games was too much. So, absolute deal breaker. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was the I think it was the equivalent of each team paying like a you know typical relief pitcher contract to get the five more games, but not a uh, Yankee relief pitcher, just a a normal yeah. one. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was too much, especially for a, a non-profitable business like baseball. So, it's, uh, it's going to be a 60-game season that starts on July 24th. Of course, this is all tentative because you know, the virus and whatever trend it takes from now until then, and it's already on a discouraging one. So, who knows if the season will still happen on schedule, but for now... The uh, players and the owners are in agreement to start the season July 24th. They're supposed to start reporting a spring training soon, and I'm uh, yawning right now at the as I talk about this news because that's just kind of how I felt about this whole thing. It's been hard to get excited about it just because of all like the dispute that's happened through all of this, and and again, you know, during all this you've got an outbreak in in Philly's camp with a bunch of tests, uh, a bunch of positive cases. Uh, Blue Jays had had a similar situation. So, you know, we'll see if this is even going to happen. But as we sit here and talk today on, on Friday morning, baseball is coming back. I was playing excited when I heard, not going to lie, might've
1: ran around the house a little bit, annoyed my wife. But, uh, yeah, I was really happy when I heard baseball is coming back. That being said, I don't know if it will actually come back because, like we were saying, the cases in the South are spiking. And just wear your masks, people, so we could play baseball. Like, that's it. Like, if you care about baseball, put on a mask. If you care about any sport, put on a mask. If you care about anything, just put on a mask. That's it. Nothing nothing, unmanly or, or whatever people are complaining about, about wearing a mask. Bane wore a mask and – Pretty much more of a man than any of us. Batman wore a mask. Spider-Man wears a mask. So wear a mask. Back to baseball. Um, Yeah, I was was really excited they're coming back. We'll get it in some form or fashion, which is better than nothing. Um, And like we were saying last week, if they come back, I'm going to be all in. So, I I mean, it's hard to drive the excitement for the sport out of me once we actually have the sport. I just hope the teams are careful and, and things aren't. You know, and, and things aren't too um, teams aren't too lax in, in terms of um, their protection and everything like that because that that's probably the most concerning thing is getting players that have it. I know Charlie Blackman tested positive, several Phillies, and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I heard the San Francisco Giants already emailed their season ticket holders and told them they won't have fans this entire year. And I assume it's going to be the same for most teams, although well, the Yankees haven't given me my money back yet. But um, I saw the San Francisco Giants are letting you send in a picture of yourself and they'll use you as a cardboard cutout in the stands. <laughs> That's great. So, um, yeah, some interesting, interesting times.
0: Yeah, really is. There are some places that haven't given up on fans. I mean, the Rays are talking about saying that they hope they can have fans at some point this season in florida Uh, yeah that's what's funny florida the rangers were a team that earlier during this whole process was talking about being able to have fans this season that's another state where the spikes are among the worst in the country so i yeah i don't if, if there is baseball i cannot fathom there being fans at all this season um and, and like you said, you know, I'm obviously super excited to have baseball back too. I think the excitement will be ratcheted up once this season starts, if it does. But I think it's this, I think it's this uh, part of me that is still not sold that there can be a season just because of everything going on right now. So I'm still not too sure if there is going to be baseball. But if if I wake up on July 24th and you know. still happening then of course that's going to be the only thing i think about that day and it's going to be the only thing i do that day is to watch a bunch of baseball and that'll be exactly what helps me forget about all the ugliness that's taken place over the last couple months with uh, this battle between players and owners because baseball is the ultimate uh, i guess distraction or haven for me where i'm just kind of present on the game when i'm watching it because it's what i love so much and i'm definitely excited to have it back i guess my excitement is a little reserved because i'm not sure if it is going to come back but you know there's a lot of people who are upset about you know the new rule changes and then the format of the season and that it's you know it shouldn't even count as a real season but you know when you're dealing with a global pandemic that shut down the world like it did i mean who cares what the season looks like as long as there even is a season and an opportunity to watch baseball so having gone this long without being able to watch the sport i don't care really what it looks like when it comes back i just want to be able to watch it
1: yeah i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be weird we all we all know that and it's i mean you know if you don't want baseball to come back then You know, you're weird. That's it. That's all I can say. But, um, you know, there's nothing that anybody can do about the situation. And, and, you know, it's um, safety first. And if you would rather have them not play than play 60 games, I don't understand that. Uh, I mean... Look, we've had strikes shortened seasons. We've had years where there were strikes in the middle of the season, and then they had to change the playoff format because of that. I was watching some of those games actually from the from the '81 division series uh, on YouTube the other day. Fell down, fell down a YouTube hole into that. But um, yeah, I, I mean, look, th- things happen. Things are going to change, and you just have to make the best of certain situations. That's that's all you can do, and that's what baseball um is doing they did a horrible job at making the best out of it i think but um
0: that's where we are what are you gonna do so talking about the season and and these rule changes you've got 60 games obviously the scheduling will look a lot different player uh teams will face other teams in their division and then interleague will be determined in uh geographical layout in terms of you know the closest teams to them to kind of try and limit travel so it's certainly going to look a lot different uh we've got um the dh coming to the national league which is definitely a rule that i'm excited to see because i don't really enjoy watching pitchers hit too much unless it's the really rare occasion where something like noah Syndergaard's true win happens last year or a bartolo cologne home run but I also acknowledge how rare that is and usually you're just seeing pitchers strike out. So, I am excited for the DH to be in the National League and I don't have to hold my breath while Yankee pitchers run the bases anymore. Yeah, especially with the interleague, you know,
1: this year and the shortened season. And and it, think about how uh, a to, you know, not a, a
0: pulled hamstring for a pitcher, that could derail your entire year. Oh yeah. So, I don't know what what do you think about um the other rules that we're going to have on top of that
1: well the extra inning rule jumps out at me and obviously like that's something that i understand why they're doing it and okay if it's just for this year for the reason that we were having and it never creeps into the postseason and it it dies on the last game of the regular season this year i'm happy um but i don't
0: want it anywhere after that I am. I feel the same way. Hope hope the D, hope the universal DH lasts beyond this season and this unique experiment. And hope the runner on second base rule does not. Yeah. But we will probably be seeing a lot of Tyler Wade this year. Oh yeah. Because of this uh, new rule.
1: I saw if it's a tie game in the bottom of the ninth, does the manager give Billy Hamilton the strikeout? Um, the strikeout side if he's up with two outs, so he can so, start yeah. sitting <laughs> on uh,
0: on first. I would say absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, very interesting.
0: Yeah. So, um, so now, how do you feel about sixty games? Which you know, obviously the Yankees. The Yankees are currently the co-favorites to win the world series per vegas along with the dodgers but you know this is a 60 game season anything can happen i mean over the over the final 60 games of the year last year the mets were one of the best teams in the league in terms of in terms of winning percentage so anything oh, <laughs> any, anything can uh, can really happen in, in a season like this i mean i, I also think a 60 game season kind of Helps a team like the Red Sox that were scrambling to try to fi- like fill their starting rotation and looked like it was going to be in in shambles and still will be uh, a little bit of a mess. But I think a sixty game season also helps them a little bit in terms of masking that gaping flaw. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see you know how this sixty game season impacts the uh, the potential parity that this season could have could have. Could a team like, you know, the Blue Jays have a have a hot couple of months and and shake things up in the AL East? But it it'll be interesting. But it, I mean, what's what's your thoughts on that? Because a, a sixty game season, you know, if, if it was a normal season, the Yankees would seem like the clear favorites to win the AL East because well, of, you know they acquired Garrett Cole. But now, sixty games, it, anything can really happen. So it, it seems like this. Uh, can certainly wind up impacting the Yankees in a in a negative way by kind of increasing that that parity that could you know make the Yankees fighting for a wild card instead of winning another division title
1: I, I mean I think that's a big thing like we said if you get one big injury to one big guy you're but the Yankees that that's probable yeah. um, it, it changes everything but I also think that the the shortened season with the competition the Yankees are going to have to face like I mean, come on. It, it'd be much easier to sit in, uh, like, the National League Central than it is the American League East because the Yankees are going to be playing the Tampa Bay Rays, the Blue Jays, and the Red Sox so many times. And, look, the Red Sox, I think, are significantly weaker this year. But um, they're still no they're easy team good. to play. They, and, and they always get up to play the Yankees, obviously.
0: Um, Not really last year. <laughs> but, but, well, but, no, no, they do. Yeah. But –
1: But like, I feel like when it's, um, when it's expected that they stink, then they get up to, you know, then they get up for the bell, so to speak. But I, I mean, just, I could see the Rays winning the division 60, 60 games. And yeah, I mean, they're, they're the kind of team that could do something like that. And and the Blue Jays are going to be good and. Um, I think the shortened season helps them too, especially with their sort of young team. They're going to be playing with a lot of energy and their offense is, is really good. And, you know, we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens, but um, I don't know. The, the same thing on the same hand, if the Yankees stay healthy, I think they could be super aggressive with how they deploy their bullpen um, and, and whatnot. Um, but it's going to be a situation where you can't have those days where it's like, yeah, we have nobody available today. Jonathan Holder is going to go out and pitch big, get big outs. Um, you know, you're you're not going to be able to have those those games really.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's not there. There's not going to be able to be many games this season where you know guys need rest. So, like you said, you just throw out a a Luis Sessa or something like that for in in a close game. Because every game is, is gonna mean so much. I think uh, I think it was Jason Stark who's always so good at kind of like highlighting the wildness that could that could happen. I think I think he said that a seven game winning streak in this format is the equivalent of like a nineteen game winning streak over the course of a of a normal season. So any team that any team that gets hot for even the a small stretch of time like a week could could really impact what happens for the playoff chase and the season as a whole. So the Yankees and every other team can't really afford to throw out anyone but their top arms in in close games or any kind of situation where a potential win is still there. So I mean the season is definitely going to take on a, a different dynamic. It's no longer a marathon anymore. And like you said, the Yankees are going to have one of the tougher schedules in the league you mentioned the AL East but we didn't that doesn't even talk about the interleague games that they're going to have to play against NL East teams and the NL East is a good division also you've got the Braves who are a really good team and are going to be one of the um you know they're also up there in terms of favorites to win the win the World Series the Mets are are going to be a tough team they like I said earlier they finished the season really strong last year and now they've kind of been able to avoid the month of June, which is when they are really, really bad most of the time. And I'm The, the Mets month. I'm certainly expecting bounce-back season from Edwin Diaz. I don't think the way he pitched last year is reflective of how he's been or who he is as a closer. So the Mets are going to be tough. Now with that being said, the Yankees also do get a number of games against the Orioles and Marlins. Which should Glaver for MVP? Yeah, which should help even that out at least a little bit. And also, of course, this delay means that you're probably going to see guys like Aaron Judge and Aaron Hicks back for for the start of the season, which helps. So, you know, there's <laughs> you there's pros and cons. Can you imagine if Judge isn't ready? I'm <laughs> I'm, still prepare, I'm still preparing to hear that. To be honest with you.
1: With, with that being said, who, which Yankees do you think are primed to have a good year due to because of the late start? Like I, I just said, Torres because they're going to play the Orioles so many times. Yeah. But. Um there's another guy I'm you know you know about. who
0: I think could have a really big year now is Gary Sanchez because half he, the season's in August yeah because <laughs> because you've got you've still got the whole month of August and you've also got a, a drastically shortened season where he's not getting bangs up behind the plate a lot so he's gonna have a lot uh, fresher legs hopefully he can his groin can stay healthy and um yeah I, I think he can have a monster season um I also think it could help a guy like Brett Gardner who's going to who will be a lot more fresh and not having to put a lot of put a lot more miles on his legs either. So that could help a lot. And now I'm trying to think I mean so you have you have the Marlins, the Rays and the Blue Jays as the only the only road games where he would be having to play on turf, right? Because yeah. So you know that's not terrible. He'll be able to stay fresh. So I, yep. I'd, I'd say those are two good, two good potential picks to uh, to have big years. Sounds I don't know. I don't know what a big year would look like right now. So I mean, two months. You 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 figure a big, you know, a big year could be like somewhere in like the twenty something home run range.
1: Yeah, it's going to be funny because people are going to have to actually. Uh use like ops and stuff like that because you're not gonna be able to use them just like the round like nobody's gonna get the 100 rbis or 50 homers you're gonna have to actually uh pay a little attention
0: yeah exactly home runs per at bat are gonna be a big a big stat to look at and and stuff like that walks per nine k's per nine in terms of pitchers so yeah it's it's gonna be a weird season that i'm actually uh, again if it happens that i'm gonna be excited about because it's gonna be like Nothing we've ever seen before, and every game is is gonna matter so much. It's not really I feel like it's not really gonna take on the dynamic that it usually does, where you know I spend the summer just kind of relaxing on the couch, just like watching a game. i'm it's definitely gonna be way more invested in terms of like every game is gonna matter so much more now, yeah, that's
1: it's gonna be stressful, and I mean. I don't know; those Yankees yeah, Rays games are going to be wild. I oh think. yeah, it's, they are. It's going to be really intense. So we'll see. But um, I think Stanton probably has a big year. He likes to play in the heat. You'll get him right in the middle of July, all of August, and then uh, Sanchez as well. Like you said, I think I think the um, I think the the piece about not as many games, not as much wear and tear, and I think you'll be good so
0: so then I mean we have to talk about this before we go I mean how concerned are you with injuries derailing this season because like you said this isn't last year where it's a 162 game season and you lose certain guys and you can kind of weather the storm I mean honestly if the replacements played like they did last year they probably still could weather the storm because they played about as well as the players they were replacing which is kind of unheard of but I mean you know an injury to the wrong guy. If if Judge can't get ready. If if Stanton has another setback or anything like that. An injury to another key pitcher. If Paxton's back acts up. I mean, any one of these variables, and the season could could go down the drain pretty quickly. So I mean, how how hashtag worried are you that a uh, an injury could really affect a season that we've now been waiting for for a few months longer than usual? I'm very worried. I mean, you know, we've, we've brought it up a couple times. It's it's one injury and you're
1: done, and the Yankees have a history of being injured quite a bit. Um, I, you know, like a lot of this stuff was residual from, you know, with Hicks and Severino had actually tore it the year before and, and judges rib. but I mean... You know there were still injuries cropping up, like John Carlos Stanton hurt his leg shagging fly balls. Like that worries me. Yeah,
0: just stretch, guys, just stretch. Hey, and look, I mean, obviously, freak injuries can happen. Mariano Rivera got really hurt shagging fly balls. Yeah, but he like, was he, he was one of the most like limber.
1: Yeah, but like he tore something. Like that's just like oh damn, you know what I mean? Like yeah, but um,
0: yeah. But no, you're you're right. I've, you think about it. If a guy is out for two weeks because he, you know, pulled something, that is now the equivalent of you know it's a two month season. So two weeks that's like what a quarter of the season. Yep. So that's that's pretty rough. I think I think something that could help, you know, guys that are maybe, you know, that we're worried about possibly having injuries like nagging ones like pulled muscles and stuff the in terms of the schedule it's 60 games in what like 64 days or something like that that's still about the same amount of workload as a normal season in terms of like percentage of off days within that time it's like 90 Mm -hmm. something percent of days you have a game or something like that so yeah yeah, hopefully that helps but yeah, it's that's definitely going to be one of the things hanging over my head every time I turn on the TV to watch the games. God, please, nobody get hurt today. Which is kind of how I felt last year, but now it's going to be even more, even more important. Yeah,
1: it's not it's not going to be what you want.
0: So, um, oh, another thing I wanted to ask you before before we wrap up is, so let's say let's say baseball comes back, and by and by August, you know, the trend of the virus has started to go back down in you – know, here, here it's – like home for us in New Jersey and Connecticut, it's certainly trending in the right direction but definitely not in other states. But let's say that the states that are being really impacted right now start to trend down and baseball says, OK, we're going to bring fans back with limited capacity. Are, are you going to be one of those people that do go to a game? Uh, probably not.
1: I'll, I'll definitely go once there's a vaccine. Uh, Honestly, just like going to grandma and grandpa's house for the fourth, for father's day the other day. Like I was like, when I left, I felt like, Oh God, I hope I didn't get them sick or anything. It's just like, it's too much stress to do something and then go see somebody you care about that's at risk. And then like when you're with them, you feel like, should I really be here? Like that part for me, doesn't make going to the game worth it.
0: Yeah. So I agree. Like If
1: look, if it's like a world series game, like, okay, I'm not grandma and grandpa. I'm not going to see you for two weeks or what, like, you know, that's, that's one thing, but like, I'm not just going to be going to, Oh, it's a Sunday. Let's go to the game. Like, you know, that I'm not going to be doing that stuff. Um, but you know, that's, that's it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Being at grandma and grandpa's for father's day, you know, it's one thing we were outside with masks on. So like, I feel like I felt relatively okay, but if, but that's also because I know like what my lifestyle has been leading up to that visit in terms of, you know, wearing a mask all the time, not really seeing anybody except family who I also know what their living habits have been like. So that uh, that concern for elder family members would certainly skyrocket if I went to a place like a baseball game, where yeah. I can't really control that as much. So, no, I think you're right. I don't think I would. I don't think I would go. Maybe come. Maybe come playoff time if it's, in, you know, if it's another couple months down the road and things have improved, continue to improve. I would certainly, certainly consider it, but. And that's obviously yeah. tough because i i miss i miss going to Yankee Stadium more than probably anything. That's kind of been lost because of this pandemic. So certainly yeah. tough not to go, but it certainly also doesn't feel like the safest thing to do.
1: Yeah, and like we were saying, it's you know it's you got to pick your. You really have to pick your battles these days, right? Like you can't just be all willy nilly about um, what you're going to do and what you're going to put. Yourself at risk for, and then others. So, you know, you have to be responsible, and your self quarantining and stuff like that. If you do decide to go to these sorts of things, so we'll see.
0: All right. Uh, anything else on on baseball coming back?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that accurately sums it up for me. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just so much, it's so up in the air. It's so many things that, um,
0: it's still a month away. A lot can happen in that time. Yeah. So
1: we'll see. I mean, I just look, I, even if it's no fans for the whole season, um, which I think it will be, um, it's back. Let's just be happy. It's back and not, um, you know, not split hairs over the, the scheduling and, and the number of games and everything like that. It's just, it's a step in the right direction. And if they come back now, then that just makes next season easier to, to see, right? Like if they're able to play through the World Series, then at least we're on our way um, um, to the to the next season.
0: I'll tell you who probably is excited about no fans. John Boy. Because there are probably oh, going yeah. to be hot mics but, all over the place,
1: <laughs> and and you have to argue from the dugout, so you have to like scream yeah. about <laughs> what's, what's what's you know what your beef is. So imagine just boom <laughs> from the dugout screaming about savages in the box.
0: I mean, I'm sure that there will be a, a couple of people who lose their cool and kind of lose sight of the uniqueness of the situation, but I also think people are going to be a lot more reserved with the, with that stuff because they know. That pretty much anything they say is is gonna be picked up. And and I think the I think the overall anger that a player or coach has when they're arguing is gonna be a little subdued because it's not like you can just go run up into the ump's face. Like you said, you have it it's gotta be from the dugout. So mm-hmm. So but we'll see. I mean, I'm sure we'll get a couple really good ones where a guy just gets so upset about a call and kind of forgets you know, how this is not A normal situation and start screaming and mics catch it all and and it'll certainly be fun to listen to if that happens yeah
1: it'll be uh it'll be interesting to hear i don't know do you think they'll like pump fake crowd noise in i
0: don't i don't know i don't i don't think so that's just my that's just my thought yeah I, i
1: i i can't see that really
0: well I hope the Yankees offer a set to us to send pictures so we can get cardboard cutouts in the stands. What uh what where, would wanna, where would you want where would you want our seats to be? <laughs> legend legends right
1: behind the <laughs> plate in front of Marlins, man. What picture what picture would you send in? Hmm. That's a good one. I
0: have no idea.
1: Uh, I don't know if, if you noticed, but on Father's Day, I did not post the same exact picture that that always posts on every one of my birthdays on Twitter of didn't me. Did you post him. you and I'm Cecil Fielder? Saying, yeah, <laughs> <I> said Happy <laughs> Father's Day for <laughs> me and Big Daddy Dad there. <laughs> I made sure to tag Dad just so you know he knew I was <laughs> acknowledging him just in a different way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's one of me when I'm like three years old with my like my fist in the air with the Yankee shirt on. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that one. Just as like a child.
0: That's a good one.
1: Or the one for me, you and Kyle from the from the uh, game five last year where Hicks hit the homer off the foul pole. That's a good one. They just have the three of us there. I don't even know if I've the, ever seen the, that
0: picture.
1: I'll send it to you right now. It's no. it's my tw- it's my Twitter picture. Oh, it is. Yeah. Let's go to at n y y n y r. We look cold as hell, except Kyle. Kyle's just like chilling. <laughs> we both have our hoods on. Oh, Kyle has his hood on too.
0: That oh, was a great yeah, game. That, yeah, that was a, that was a fun last game. was the last game we've been to.
1: Oh, I wanted to bring up one more thing. Do the some of the player reactions to them coming back were great, but there was one that was above all else,
0: and that was Gio Urshela. Did you see what he t- tweeted? I did and now it's now i'm blanking was it something from oh yes yes it was uh it was the janitor from rudy clapping his hands yeah that was that was a good one such a
1: such a great clap and uh man i hope i hope
0: geo like really likes
1: that movie and he just like isn't familiar with the gif
0: because geo's the man geo is the best yeah hoping hoping for a big season from geo yeah, I think I think going to be the guy that we perpetually
1: overrate, um, which is fine.
0: I'm yeah, cool. he makes he makes really fun defensive plays, and that masks the fact that you know metrics wise he's not the greatest third baseman, but he's certainly fun to watch over there. And if he can hit like he did last year, that would be a lot of fun too. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I guess we'll uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Hopefully, there'll be some more another positive trend towards this baseball season indeed happening but for now baseball is back so we can we can rejoice in that realization thanks to everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next week see you later everybody